Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl, JMWA. This month, we are celebrating moms all month long. And for today's episode, I'm so excited to be chatting with the lovely Jessica Pollock. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica is an awesome wife and mother to the sweet and precious Willa. So without further ado, please help me in welcoming Jessica. Hey, Jess. Hi. Hi, Jess. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. I'm so happy to have you on. Like, guys, Jessica is the coolest person. Like, she's awesome. She's like genuinely uh, one of my favorite people. No, seriously. Uh, Honestly. Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on. Like I said, you're an amazing mom and just the love and the bond you have with your sweet daughter is amazing. So growing up, like, did you ever picture yourself being a mom? Like, did you ever imagine experiencing a love like this? Well, you know, as, as my younger self, I was never really someone that daydreamed about being a mother. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was kind of too busy daydreaming about a million and one other things. (laughs) Right. But as I began to get a little older and, mm-hmm. you know, the knowledge really began to hit me that just biologically speaking, mm. you know, my body wouldn't be capable of having kids forever. Right. And as that kind of started to sink in, mm-hmm. um, the thought of not really having that option anymore one right. day, that, that bothered me. Mm. Um, but even still, you know, I know some really, really courageous souls out there who are willing to do, you know, whatever it takes to have a child, yeah. even if that meant being a single parent. And that just wasn't me. Right. Um, but when I met my, my now husband mm-hmm. and, you know, our relationship really started to grow and then really started a love, a strong love started to develop there. Mm-hmm. Suddenly that's when my desire to mm. have a child became really very strong. You know, mm. I wanted so much to have a family with this partner, wow. you know, to raise a tiny human right. with this partner, kind <laughs> right. of to see what our love could bring into the world. So that's, it wasn't, it wasn't a forever thing, you know, right. I knew from, you know, day one, but it, it came along when I met the right person. And you me. know what? That's funny. You say that because I've actually heard a lot of people say that like before yeah. they were like, no, I don't want kids. And then they found their husband and the right person. They're like, oh my God, like, I can't imagine not having a child with this person or like yeah. seeing our love continue. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, it wasn't that I didn't, I just never really thought about it. Right, I was thinking right. about other stuff. And right, then right. it just came really to the forefront of my mind when I met the person who was right for me. Exactly. I love that. And I think that's a great encouragement too, for anyone listening to like, you know, I think it's, it, it, it doesn't have to be like, and I, like you said that, like you were thinking of other things, maybe a career or this and other things that, you know, so it's like, it's not like you can never be a mom or it's never going to no. happen. Or maybe it's something wrong. If I don't feel like, you know, my baby fever, like, no, it's okay. Like, you know, like when you it's, find the right person, it, I think it'll naturally just come along. It will, or it won't not, or it not won't. everybody that's wants true. to be a parent. And that's, that's true. Okay too, that's, you know? true. that's true. That's true. For that's me, true. that's how it happens. That's true. That's so true. I love that. And I know having your daughter has been such a blessing. She's so cute. You guys, like thank she's you. literally like cute as a button, like oh, thank <laughs> you. so adorable. Um, and I know you actually had her a little bit later on in life. So can you walk us through that process? Like after you got married, did you feel pressure to have a baby right away? Um, you know, I did, mm-hmm. but I I really don't think that initially that pressure was something that came from anything or anyone right. externally. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a pressure I put on myself. And mm-hmm. I think it's because 
I was 39 when I got married. Right. And, you know, I knew that there was the possibility that it might take a really long time for me to get pregnant. That's right. just the reality for some right. people, you know? Right. And so I felt like I had to hurry up and start mm-hmm. crying, which obviously my husband had no issue with. Um, <laughs> right. And, um, oh gosh, I have things beeping here. Um, <laughs> no worries. Oh my gosh. We love um, it. It's all about um, being a mom. It is. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Juggling so, multi things. We love it. So, so I was saying, you know, I was 39 mm-hmm. when I got married and I, and I knew that it might take a long time to get pregnant. And right. I felt like I had to hurry up and start because mm. who knows what my experience or my path to pregnancy right. would be. Like, you know, who knows right. how long it would take or if I might run into challenges. So right. in that way, I really put the pressure on myself. Mm, mm. And I like that. And I think that's a, that's a real thing. Like, I think for a lot of women too, like, even if your family, you know, God bless them, if they're not putting pressure or anything, like as a woman, sometimes you feel like, like you said, like, it's not that easy. Like, you know, even people who may be younger or whatever, just in general, getting pregnant in general is not the easiest thing that we may think, you know? So I feel like, like you said, how you put that pressure on you. I feel like that's a real thing too, for a lot of women as well. I think so. It's true. It's so true. And what was your experience like, like getting pregnant and like your whole pregnancy? Like, how was that? And how did you even prepare for your delivery? Well, hmm. well, after I got married, Mm -hmm. given my age, I was 39 when I got married and, and given some of my medical history, I just went for a fertility test just to kind of see what was going on. Right. Right. And the doctor told me that at the age of 39, I had fewer eggs than most women at least five years older than me. Really? Yeah. And he said, my husband and I could try on our own for about three months. But if after that time I wasn't pregnant, mm-hmm. he would suggest starting hormone therapy. Wow. And that, that, that just kind of stopped me dead in my tracks. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. minimal eggs, three months to try right. on own, like three months. Right. Are you kidding? Right. And so right. I had a real good cry and possibly Aww. a minor panic attack. Aww. And then I reached out to my acupuncturist's office mm. and they recommended a specific practitioner mm-hmm. whose expertise was in fertility and in pregnancy. Okay. And I began seeing her right away. Right. And two months later, this, you know, 39 year old lady right. here with, neg- with a negligible egg count, wow. I, I was pregnant. Wow. What <laughs> a miracle. So wow. It, yeah, it really wow. was. And wow. I, I was so grateful to this, you know, who knows yes, yes. if it was my body, if yes, was, yes. Knows? but two months later I was pregnant. Wow. And did they like teach you techniques of like, like a natural way of like conceiving or was it like, I mean, you know, I, I did all the math to know when I would be most fertile. Right, um, right. And certainly there was discussion around diet that might be helpful, oh, things oh. to eat, things to not eat. If you ask me now what those things were, you probably I can't remember. Not remember. <laughs> I know. But at the time, like I did those things, you know, wow. I, the last thing I didn't want to go through hormone therapy if I didn't have right, to. So right. I did anything. Right. And so, yeah. So two months later I was pregnant and wow. then what it, you asked if I did. Like how was your whole pregnancy and like your delivery? Like, mm, right. Well, I had a challenging pregnancy. Mm. Um, and so 
I continued to see my acupuncturist throughout the duration of my pregnancy, right? Um, because in addition to, to helping with fertility, she also helps with healthy pregnancies. So I continued to see her through the duration. Right. Um, I also saw a craniosacral therapist who mm. really helped me to kind of prepare my body for delivery. Right. right. Um, I realize those are things not everybody has access to, but right. those, are, those are things that I did to help myself. Exactly. Also, I meditated daily just right. to kind of help calm right. a lot of the nervousness and anxiety I felt around the fact that I was having a very challenging pregnancy. Right. Um, right. And, and there were some things going on in my body that could put the pregnancy at risk. Right. Um, which eventually resolved themselves, Praise thankfully. God. Thank but, God. Yeah. Yeah. But when you hear that news from your of course. doctor, so scary, of course, but, you know, of course it's your doctor's responsibility to mm-hmm. tell you all the things that mm-hmm. they see and right. what those things mean. But as the patient who it's already nerve wracking, or at right. least it was for me to be pregnant, to hear that these things were potential major complications. I, it, that was really scary. Oh my God. Yeah. So I and then, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Jess. Oh, I was just going to say, I did a lot of daily meditation just to mm-hmm. kind of deal with those nerves. And my husband and I took a, a childbirthing class. Um, and of course, I saw my OBGYN regularly. Right, right, right. No, and I love, love, love that because I feel like this is helping listeners too. Like, you know, do what works best for you and mm-hmm. do what you have to do, you know, to make sure that you are like as stress free as possible. And I like that you also looked at alternative options, right? Like you just didn't settle with what the doctor said. Like, no, like, let me see what else is out there that I could do, you know, to get pregnant. And I love that you did that. Yeah. Thank you. And I mean, look, I listened to what my doctor had to say. The things that they told me about the challenges or the complications that might be possible in my pregnancy, those Mm -hmm. were things that my acupuncturist or my, or my craniosacral therapist would, would have been able to know. Exactly. Exactly. It really took seeing my actual OBGYN to know that these things were going on. But mm-hmm. once, once I knew, You're right. I took, I, I went to some of my other mm-hmm. more Eastern practitioners, um, right. just to help me get through them. I love that. I love that. And I was going to ask too. So like you're prepping, you're getting everything ready. Now it's the delivery. Like mm-hmm. what is going on? Like, how are you feeling at this moment? Like how was that whole delivery process for you? And I remember I used to always ask you this, like just, she had the cutest little bump. So I used to always be like, how are you preparing? Like how, like, you know, so like, yeah, I feel like you were so calm. Like, honestly, I feel like you were such a calm pregnant woman. So oh cute. Oh my but- gosh. <laughs> Girl, you are amazing. And if you could just see me in the background, my husband would be like, calm. What are you talking about? Calm. Shout out to your husband too. He's amazing. Like he's been like, yeah, you were always saying like he was so good, but like when it was time to actually deliver the baby, like what was going on? Well, so my delivery was, um, planned because, Mm -hmm. um, I received the advice from my doctor that given my age, so I would be 40 at the time that I had my baby. So given my age, if I, if I reached my delivery date and had not yet gone into labor, which is really common for people with a first pregnancy. Right. Um, their advice was to, to schedule an inducement, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which, um, I listened to, I may not having gone through it. If I were to get pregnant again, I might not listen to that advice. Right. But I did. 
that time right. around. Right. Um, and so I had a scheduled date that I was going to the hospital. And so, you know, on the one hand, it didn't, I didn't have that like anticipation of like, oh God, what if I have the baby? Right, before? right. Taxi on the way to the hospital. <laughs> right. Oh, I was God. not in labor. Right. And so I went to the doctor. I went to the hospital. They checked me in. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to induce me. Mm-hmm. I eventually did go into full-fledged labor, but it took 38 hours. What? Um, yeah, it was a long time. Oh, and God. then I, for whatever reason, just was not able to give birth vaginally. Right. And right. so... Uh, I ended up having a C-section. Right, right. right. Um, after 38 hours of labor. Oh my God. Yeah. My like has a nice big head. I like <laughs> to think that that's the reason why, but who knows why. <laughs> um, so we, I had a C-section. Mm-hmm. She was perfect and Aww. wonderful. Aww. And it was a, it was a tough delivery for me, but yeah. that is just me. That yeah. is not that does not mean that somebody else listening out there will have the same experience. Right, 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 right. Um, and at the end of the day, I got a beautiful, healthy baby. Aww. out of it. And- that's we what love it. We love it. And I love that. And I, and I think that's the, that's the best part. Like it's your own unique experience. Right. Exactly. And like this is what you've been through. And I love the fact that, you know, at the end of it, like you said, you were able to have your beautiful, healthy baby. And that's really all that matters. Not to say like the mommy is like, nobody cares, but it's like, you want to make sure that the mission is accomplished and the, the mission is to bring the baby into this world. So, and you did that, you know, yeah. you totally did that. And that's amazing. And I just know, like, I'm sure having a daughter has been so life-changing for you. Mm-hmm. Like, just in every which way. So like, what are some of the things that you've noticed about yourself that has changed like since having your daughter? Oh, you're asking the hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I think, I think one of the biggest ways mm-hmm. that I've changed is that I am now keenly aware mm. of how vulnerable I am yeah. and, you know, just how much in life is just entirely out of my control. Yeah. You know, I have this, I have this intense desire to protect myself, to protect Willa, to protect my husband, Right. but there's only so much that is in my power and the rest is just kind of up to the universe. And so managing the anxiety that comes along with that knowledge, kind of a constant practice for me since Willa was born. Right. That's one thing I think, um, the other thing is that I've realized that more so now than ever before, I think about how I'm living my life and mm. whether I'm setting examples for my daughter that I'm proud of, that yeah. she can be proud of. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm constantly examining, am I a good role model for right. my kids? You know, right. What do I do now that I want to keep doing? And is right. there something I do now that I might want to move, do differently? Right. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm constantly wondering, am I living my life in a way that's helping her to see that she has choices? You know? Right, that right. She doesn't have to squeeze herself into a box. That's exactly, exactly. Her. You know, am I showing her that that a woman can be soft and strong at the mm, same time, that, yes. that there's strength and vulnerability and, yes. and feeling your feelings should never be counted as a yes. weakness, which we as women in this world yeah. are so often told. It's true. Um, you know, am, am I showing her that it's okay not to have all the answers? That, right that perfection should never be a goal that, you know, it's more yeah. about being curious and always yeah. discovering things. And oh my God, 
you know, I mean, look, she's not even two yet. So <laughs> no, but premature. no, 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 no. But just like, I, I am, I'm like applauding you so much for that, because I think that you are exuding what it means to be a, a great and amazing mom. Like you're mm-hmm. about not just your daughter, but like you as a woman, how am I? Cause you know, I'm her first role model. I'm the first person she sees. And the fact that you're thinking of that and you're being so aware, like God bless you because seriously, like, I feel like your daughter and it's unfortunate, like, you know, some people don't get um, born into good families or whatever situation, but like, she's so blessed that you're her mom, you know what I mean? And like, she can feel like she can grow up being herself and learning and not feel the pressure to be perfect or be this and that. And I think that is so beautiful. And I, and I think it's, it's, it says a lot about your character too, you know what I mean? As a woman and what you want to show her. And I think honestly, being a mom, I always say, I think I kudos to every mother, I think is one Mm -hmm. of the hardest jobs because you're literally like, grooming someone to go out into the world you know what I mean yeah, like which is so scary it's so right and look believe me I have messed up more times in the past almost two years than I can count but that's right. important for her to see you know exactly so exactly when I'm done berating myself for messing up I remind myself well I'm a human being and exactly. that's the most important thing for her to exactly see. I love that oh that's so amazing and she has such a beautiful name like I love 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 her name like that's how so did you cute. yes it's so cute I feel like it just fits her personality. Um, how did you guys decide on picking out her name? I love it. Well, I have been lucky enough to have one of the most amazing fathers on the planet. Aww. I realize not everybody yes. is as lucky as me, but yes. I am lucky. Yes. And um, his name is Bill. It's William. Uh-huh. And so um, I we decided that we wanted to name her after my dad. So Aww. he is William and she is Willa. Aww. Her middle name is Amy, which is after my husband's grandmother, uh, whose name was also Amy. Right. Um, and, you know, and I'm Jewish. My husband is not, but I am. Right. And in the Jewish tradition, mm-hmm. actually Ashkenazi Jews don't typically name their children after someone who's still living. Right. So I had to do a lot of research because <laughs> I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to jinx my dad. Exactly. I did my research and it's, it's not law. It's just right. superstition. Right, so, right. <laughs> so I wanted to honor my dad while he was still here. Aww. And I have to tell you, they... The two of them are like two peas in a pod. Oh she my loves God. her papa. Oh. oh. Yeah. So my dad and my husband's grandmother, and that's how we came to her name. I love it. And I love that it's a fusion of like both, like, you know, both sides. Like, yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And you incorporated so many meaningful things, like, you know, um, and I love that she has such a great relationship. Who doesn't love their grandpapa? It's like, you, you know, know it's sweetest <laughs> thing. It's the sweetest thing. I love it. I love it. And just like, you really are such an inspiration like I I feel like you know especially for women who may feel like oh they're older oh my god like how am I gonna do it's so funny I actually knew a woman who was over 50 and she had her first child yeah. you know yeah and I'm like this is yes this is possible like I, I I get obviously science and medical things obviously I understand and respect that but I want I, I want people to understand too like it's not like you can't have a baby at any age you know what I mean That's like it's right. possible it is possible and I and I feel like you're such obviously you're not even that old honestly but I feel like compared to what <laughs> no you know and they're like oh you gotta start you know your eggs are da 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 and it's like look 
if God wants you to have that baby at 40, 50, 30, 20, whatever, you're going to have it. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I feel like you really are such a great inspiration. So what advice would you give other moms listening who feel as though their biological clock is ticking or who are like desperately trying to have a baby? I would say two things. I would Mm -hmm. say one, make sure that you have someone on your care providing team that you can really just lean Mm. into as a source of positivity and comfort, you know, that kind of looks at you and says, we can do this. I got you covered. Not worry. We got this. And you know, that genuinely exudes that energy. And for me, that was my acupuncturist and my craniosacral therapist. They were just lifelines for me. Um, And I would also say, do not give up and Mm. do not listen to the hype about age. You know, Mm. I received a lot of input from the medical community and it was all based around my age and the challenges that it presented in terms of getting pregnant or being able to have a healthy pregnancy or, or being able to deliver when I needed to. And look, please don't get me wrong. I am eternally grateful to my doctors and all that they bring to the table. Yes, of course. But I would encourage you to find a balance. I yeah. think I would have I would have done things a little differently. Yeah. Um, in hindsight. Yeah. So I would really encourage you to find a balance. Right. Listen to their advice, but yes. just know in your guts mm. that the human body and the female body mm. is capable of amazing things so and true. well past the age of yes. 35. Yes. So, Yes. That would be amazing. Oh, I love it. So well said. So, so, so well said. Jess, you are so, so amazing. And you're such an inspiration and a true light to so many women. And I, I, I mean, honestly, bless you for everything. And your daughter, your husband, they're so blessed to have you, honestly. Um, and I'm so sad we're running out of time. But I know. But before we wrap up, I just have one last question. So in your opinion, what is the best thing about being a mom? Actually, it's two questions. And also let our listeners know where they can connect with you on. So what's the best thing about being a mom and where can people connect with you on? Sure. Um, I would say the very best thing for me about being a mom is seeing the world discovering the world anew through my Mm. daughter's eyes. I mean, there is, there is so much beauty and so many small things around you, but for years I've, I've been overlooking it because Mm. I've just had too much adulting to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Now I'm, I'm watching Willa discover bubbles for the first time or or seeing her excitement at like blowing dandelions into the air for the first time. And (laughs) it's just pure joy for her and for me. And it's incredible. I love it. I love it. Amazing. Amazing. Awesome. And where can people connect with you if they want to reach out to you or if they want to connect with you? Well, they can reach me on Instagram Mm -hmm. at Jesse Pollock. It's J-E-S-S-I-E, P like Peter, O-L-L-A-C-K. That's my Instagram handle. Um, I have no idea what an actual handle for Facebook (laughs) is, but my Facebook name is Jessica Pollock Hitchcock. Hitchcock is my husband's last name Mm -hmm. and mine. Um, And they can, they can look me up there. It might be Jess Pollock Hitchcock. I think it's Jess, not Jessica. Right. Jess Pollock Hitchcock. Love it. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much again, Jess, for joining me today. You are a rock star mom. Honestly. Thank you for having me, Jules. I'm so honored that you thought of me. Thank you so much. Of course. You're like the sweetest person. And I'm so, again, I'm so happy and proud of you and you're doing an amazing job, honestly. Thank you. Thank you again. And to our listeners, thank you all so 
so much. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure you all subscribe to Jay Amwa Speaks so you don't miss a beat. See you guys on the next episode. Ciao.